welcome to this edition of the KTH 9:10 a.m. interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. My name is Dave Palmer, host of this program. Diane Xavier is running the board, and uh, we have a new guest, but a repeat topic, something that I have spoken about on a few occasions over the years, and it's a group that I have come to know through interviews and have great respect for what they're doing, especially for a very critical age group, and uh, this is college students, and we're going to be talking about the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, Missionaries, and their work, uh, particularly at the University of Texas at Dallas. And I have in studio with me Jessica Martinez, who is the team director at UTD. And I do want to thank Leslie Rowe, because I think she'll be listening to this. And she's the one that reached out and said, hey, we got some (laughs) missionaries you can interview in English and in Spanish. And so... Uh, Jessica, thanks for coming. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It is a joy to be here. So you are team director, UTD. I want to, you know, talk to you about that particular mission and all that. But first, about yourself. I think yes. you you gave me your age. You know, you're in your twenties. I won't give yes. away your complete your age <laughs> over the radio, but uh, young. And what is your kind of story? Your your faith background, your family mm-hmm. background that kind of led you to what you're doing now. Yeah, so I am a Texas native. I grew up in a small town called Granbury, Texas. It's about 30 minutes mm-hmm. west of Fort Worth. And yeah. I grew up in the faith, like my family's Catholic, and I was very involved in my home parish, St. Francis Cabrini, um, all throughout middle school and high school. Um, yeah, and that that very much laid a foundation um, for for faith in my life. However, looking back now, I can see that Jesus was very much a part of my life, but he was not the center of my life. And I very much placed my identity in who I was and where I found my meaning and my purpose in everything but him. Mm-hmm. And I very much um, depended on the approval of others um, in my academic success. I was a very good student. Yeah. Um, and in relationships and who I was dating and while these things are very good and God created them to be good, um, mm-hmm. they are not the end all. And yeah. so they never were enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah they weren't satisfying enough. Yeah. And so I didn't know anything else. So that's how I lived my life. And then when I got to college, um, like the good Catholic that I was. Where'd you go to college? <laughs> University of North Texas. Oh, okay. Going in Denton. Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> love, love Denton and I love UNT. Um, yeah. I met a focused missionary at the Catholic Center because I went, I was like, I need to find somewhere to go to Mass. And I met a focused missionary there and she invited me into her Bible study. And I'd never been in like a weekly Bible study before. Mm -hmm. And week after week, um, she just invited me to, yeah, encounter Jesus Christ in the scriptures and then to apply it to my own life. Yeah. And making Jesus much more present and much more real. Yeah. How cool that... The exact same thing that happened to you, you're doing now for other students. So you got to see it play out from the other side. Yes. Somebody yes. reaching you out to you, and here you are reciprocating and, and blessing other yes, people I hope as so. well. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure you are. You're the team director. You better be. Uh, so did that kind of set you off in a new course? Because I know in reading your bio online, there also was an experience uh, in mass, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a, a, a Eucharistic experience. Uh, well, what happened there? Yeah. So throughout the year and throughout the time, um, my friend who's a missionary, she encouraged me to go to, to the sacraments, to attend the sacraments regularly. And it was on summer that I was trying to go to mass every day. And um, I was at ICC in Denton at like an eight mm-hmm. o'clock mass. And I'm just sitting there kneeling and Father 
Father Tim was consecrating the Eucharist. And all of a sudden, this huge amount of grace just comes over me. And I start crying yeah. at 8 o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> People are wondering what's going on. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I'm like the youngest person there. And there's just yeah. a lot of sweet old ladies there probably yeah. thinking I'm crazy. Yeah. But I'm looking at the Eucharist, and it's just realization hits me that that is Jesus Christ who loves me. Mm-hmm. And that everything that I've been looking for was right there. Oh, wow. And it was after that that I knew I my life needed to change. Right. Yeah. So. And so you graduated UNT. Uh, what yes. year was that? Uh, May 2017. Okay. Yes. So, you know, about a little over three years ago. And then did you immediately get into, because I know you've been a focused missionary for about four years, so doing the math, you pretty much started right out of college, yep. right? I applied my yeah. fall of my senior year. And so right after I graduated, went off to, to training to be a focused missionary. Yeah. And they're based in Colorado. Yes. Uh, some people, uh, I think there's a, the website is focus.org. Again, Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And all right. So now that we've learned about you and your background <laughs> and uh, all that, very interesting story. Uh, tell us about focus. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? Because some people are listening right now saying, well, what, what is focus? What does it mean? <laughs> I mean, what, what's, what's the, the purpose and mission of it? Mm-hmm. So, yes, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students is a collegiate outreach in which we, so meaning we're on college campuses and universities across the United States and in parts of Europe. Yeah. Um, but we invite college students to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and with his church. And then we teach them to do the same with other students. And this is public and private schools? Yes, correct. Public okay. and private schools. And on the invitation of the school, you don't just show up. Uh, this is something that you're in collaboration. Mm-hmm. The administration knows you're there. You're living on campus or, or what? <laughs> well, it's actually on the invitation of yeah. the bishop. Oh, okay. So the, who, whatever the bishop of that diocese, if they would like for focus to come mm-hmm. to whatever university, it's through their invitation and okay. blessing first. But are you having meetings on campus or is it off? Or because uh, what, to, to what degree are you, is the university you know, are, are, are re- re- recogni- kind of- recognizing your presence on campus? Because I, you can't just kind of go on campus and just start setting up meetings, right? <laughs> no. Okay. So we work in conjunction and alongside whatever Catholic ministry is uh-huh. already there. Yeah. Okay. So what what are, you know, the, take me through a typical week and we'll talk about the whole COVID mm-hmm. thing because I know, you know, the last semester and this semester are probably a little different than it was a year ago. Definitely. Under normal circumstances, what what do you do? How do you reach out? How mm-hmm. do you attract? Well, what's what's the what's the the kind of weekly or monthly kind of agenda? The kind of um, well, every day we have meetings with the team um, where we discuss strategy on how can we best invest into the students here at this university because mm-hmm. every campus looks different, and we go to mass every day. We we like. Um, I was thinking the word in Spanish. Yeah. We <laughs> nourish ourselves. Stick with English. Okay? You're going to really throw me off. Yes. <laughs> we sustain ourselves with, with the mass, with the Eucharist and with mm-hmm. prayer. So we pray yeah. a holy hour every day. And this, our relationship with the Lord sustains our mission. Yeah. And so that's kind of the driving force. But um, we have team meetings every day. We discuss strategy. We also have um, formation mm-hmm. and we are growing um, continually in our own formation in relation to the Lord intellectually um, so that we can better um, serve the students on our yeah. campus. But then the rest of the time is spent um, out on campus meeting new students, maybe tabling, or it could just be walking around the student union or the library, you know, common areas where mm-hmm. students gather, 
um, getting to know students um, on just a very human level um, or Oh, do you have a question? No, no I, I was just thinking from a, a demographic standpoint, uh, I, and I don't need exact numbers, but how many students at UTD, or do you know approximately undergraduates, or uh, probably thousands, uh, and maybe 25% of them are Catholic? Or, uh, so you got, you got a pretty big pool. Yep, I, I guess what I'm getting pool. at is, is, is your mission to reach out to Catholics? Or are you trying to let non-Catholics know about the Catholic faith? Who are you kind of targeting, so to speak? Everyone. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. Okay. Yeah. okay. I would say everyone. Like, yes, we, we start with the Catholic students who are already involved and continue to walk with them in their journey towards Christ. Mm-hmm. But we know that Jesus Christ calls everyone to himself. Yeah. And so our mission is not limited to just Catholic students, but to the entire student population. Because mm-hmm. we desire for everyone to, to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ because that's what they were made yeah. for. And the spectrum of just among Catholics is probably so wide. You probably have people on one end who hate the Catholic faith. They don't want to have anything to do with it. And then some people who would come to every meeting just to watch paint drive, they had to. I mean, they, they're just, they, they can't get enough, yep, right? Definitely. So it, it, it can't be too. one size fits all approach, right? You have mm-hmm. to really be able to deal with a lot of different kind of personalities and, yes. and, and backgrounds and baggage and that. So how do you approach that? Well, I think. A really cool thing is that I'm not in this mission by myself yeah. and that I work on a team of, I have three other teammates, so two two men and another um, woman. Yeah. And so collectively together, we work um, towards meeting the needs of the students. And just like no two people are alike, no two relationships are alike, We between all of us, we can challenge one another to reach out beyond beyond what we normally would, mm-hmm. you know, if yeah. it was just one of us. Yeah. What do you find is, um, uh, you know, this is a, an age when a lot of people walk away from the faith. I, I know, you know, when I was in college, I wasn't that involved in my faith. It's a challenging time. It's a time yeah. where people are making a lot of life decisions about marriage and career and school is difficult. It's a stressful time, right? Oh, yeah. So how, how, how do you find, um, uh, the 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 best approach to, to to reach out to people. You talk about going around the, maybe the lunchroom and just chatting mm-hmm. with people. How do you kind of get get that get, ent- get that entry into a, a, a relationship of trust? Right. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just finding common ground. Uh-huh. Um, and I would say that's something. It's a it's a good skill for any kind of discussion that you want to have with anyone about anything. Is yeah. finding a common ground where you can start and work towards something together. Yeah. So even if I'm meeting a stranger, um, maybe they are wearing a band t-shirt of one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hey, did you go to their concert? Yeah. And just just finding like even just non, non-religious ways of having a conversation person to person mm-hmm. that's not me immediately telling them, yeah. this is... Right. What you need to know or what you need to do or whatever. whatever. Are you saved? (laughs) (laughs) I would not approach someone like that. But just finding something that I could talk to them about or asking them, hey, how's your day? And there's, yeah. Yeah, right. Have you found it, this may be an odd question, have you found it easier or harder? Because obviously the, somebody reached out to you and, you know, you were, you were ready, you know, you mm-hmm. gotta get somebody when they're ready. They may be not ready today and they're ready a year from now. Uh, have you, generally speaking, found it easy to evangelize on campus or has it been more challenging than you thought? 
Would you say now with COVID or just in my time in focus? In general? Uh, we'll go ahead and go COVID. Yeah, let, let's <laughs> let's start talking about COVID because that's our our new reality, yeah. right? It's it's yeah. harder, isn't it? I think it it creates this interesting kind of dynamic because okay, well, you have a face mask, yeah. So that itself covers half of the expressions. Yeah, <laughs> can't see smiles. Yeah. yeah, but I also think because of how isolated we are becoming and how we're asked to not be by one another, that people are hungry for relationship and for interaction. Mm -hmm. And so I think it does create this kind of initial awkwardness that there, there's a mask and I'm not supposed to like talk to you, but I have also found that sometimes people just want to talk and sometimes people just, just want someone to sit by them, even if it's six feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Come cozy up to me from six feet from away, six feet right? Away and say just hi, uh, how you doing? <laughs> hi, uh, <laughs> sending smoke signals yeah. out here. Jessica Martinez is my guest. We're talking about uh, Fellowship of Catholic University students. She is the uh, team director at the University of Texas at Dallas in Richardson, a uh, pretty big you know school. And she, as she mentioned, she's got a team of three others and uh, is involved uh, there on a, on a, a daily basis. Focus.org is the website if you want to learn more. Uh, about the the mission mm-hmm. and, and so yeah the, the the challenges like you say the face mask the distancing but it also seems like you're implying that in some ways there's an advantage because maybe people are recognizing their need for fraternity their need for togetherness their need for right community yeah their desire yeah. to to talk to other people and and it, not just talk to the people but to have interactions i think mm-hmm. So many of the students, I know a lot of the freshmen are just have classes online. Yeah. And so they, they crave that human interaction of being able to converse with someone without a screen between them. Yeah. Yeah. And you have uh, an initiative called Focus 153. We started talking about it before we recorded. And I said, <laughs> stop. I want to hear about it for the first time uh, during the interview. So what, what is Focus 153 and what does that mean? Yeah. So Focus 153 is our new initiative um, to be more diverse, inclusive, to reach out to not just one type of people, but to all the peoples. Mm -hmm. Um, It comes from the last few chapters of John, probably the last chapter of John, uh, the Gospel of John, where it's after the resurrection, and Peter and the disciples... Oh, it's the fish. Yes, it's the fish. 153 fish, okay. Yes, they go out and they go fishing, and they don't catch anything until Jesus tells them to. And so they put down their nets, and they catch 153 types of fish. Right. And there's been a lot of speculation about what does that mean? Yes. Some people say that was the number of countries at the time, or I, I, don't, I don't know. But So St. Yeah. Jerome actually says that at this time, that was all of the species of fish known to man. Oh, okay. There was 153 types of fish known at that time. So for them, that's signifying, you know, they're called to be fishers of men. That's yeah. to go to all types of people. Yeah. Now give me an example of who... Who are you traditionally maybe, who's the, the low-hanging fruit that maybe they're saying, okay, we got them, keep them, but give me some examples of groups that maybe you might otherwise not have thought to evangelize. Yeah, I think a lot of it is like, well, we appeal to the people who are already Catholic. Yeah. And so a lot of that is primarily Caucasian or Hispanic too. Mm-hmm. Like these are people who are already Catholic, yeah. but also reaching out to other groups, other types of people, maybe the Black Student Organization or the Asian student organization, just going out to maybe something that we're maybe not as familiar with. I mean, I'm Mexican American, mm-hmm. but that's, that's someone's beautiful culture that I actually don't know a lot about. Yeah. And I can just by asking questions and learning more and asking, 
I want to know more about you, yeah. you know, and your and your culture and your background. Let's let's build a bridge and let me get to know you. Yeah. And how's that going? Is it working? Is it seeing some fruits from it? It's or some kind fish, of, some <laughs> fish from it so far? Yeah, it's been, I think it's just, this is Focus's first year mm-hmm. at UT Dallas. So that itself makes it a little harder because we're not familiar with the university. We're not familiar with all the organizations. And then COVID kind yeah. of. Oh, the first year at UTD? Yes, this is oh, our first wow. year at UTD. Okay, so where, did you, where were you the last three years? Um, my first two years, I was at Colorado State University. Oh, okay. Northern Colorado. Yeah. And then I, my last year, I was team director at Cal State Fullerton in Southern California. Oh, wow. Okay, I, I just assumed you had been at UTD <laughs> the whole time. So you've really been around uh, yeah. at uh, different parts of the, of the country. That, that's yeah. really interesting. What is um, what, what is your future hold or do you think is this something that you can just keep doing year after year or is there some like after you know five or six years they're like okay thank you (laughs) or what what do you you think you're going to continue working with focus um i think that i will continue to be a missionary for the Mm -hmm. rest of my life whether or not that will be with focus um i don't know i guess i'll have to see what the lord says yeah but yeah focus is on after your, you, so you initially sign on for a two year contract. And after that is kind of a year by year basis or looking at long term, maybe multiple years. Um, I'm still discerning on what that next step is for me, whether it's yeah. more years of focus or I've definitely looked at, um, working in the diocese. If that was an avenue yeah. the Lord is calling me, I'd love to take what I've applied, what I've learned in focus and apply it. Um, to parish life. Yeah, very nice. And a couple questions. We're about out of time. Jessica Martinez, Team Director, University of Texas at Dallas with Focus Missionaries, Fellowship of Catholic University Students. They're located online at focus.org. Um, if people are listening mm-hmm. and one, they would like to support Focus Missionaries uh, financially, mm-hmm. or two, maybe somebody's listening and saying, wow, I'd like to do that. Uh, <laughs> who could be a Focus Missionary? And also, how can people support you or others financially? Yeah, so the website has everything that you need. I think there is a donate section where you could donate to Focus nationally. You could donate to a specific team. So UT Dallas, mm-hmm. we, we'd welcome any any donors and are so grateful for any kind of support or to specific missionaries, which you can just find any missionaries on the page as well. Okay. And uh, to be a missionary, you have to oh, be a how? Yes. Uh, what, what age or, or who, who can, who can apply and what's the process? So missionaries are generally young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but the age range can vary from like recent grad. So yeah. 22, 21, even to like, yeah, I would say up to, I, I don't know who, I remember one of my friends who's a missionary Younger now. than me. <laughs> <laughs> he was hired at 29. Right. He oh, and his right. now you wife. You got to be out of college. Yeah, yeah so out of yeah. college, degree holding. Okay. Um, but young adults and, yeah, I would say any, yeah, someone who who is a practicing Catholic, yeah. desires to be on mission, desires to share the faith, Um yeah. Yeah. Wow. What what a what a great uh, organization. Like I I said at the beginning, I, I'm familiar with it just through doing interviews like this. I never personally was involved in it. I I know Curtis Martin. I've I've heard him speak, and I know about his story as well. And so, really invite people to uh, well, first of all, pray for, uh, for Jessica, her team, and all Focus Missionaries. Yes, thank you. It's so important and. Uh, and also, if you're interested in maybe doing this, or you maybe you're a parent and you're saying, wow, maybe our son or daughter should do this, uh, you can go to that website, focus.org. A last question I'll ask you, because uh, okay. in Catholic Radio, the, the number one prayer request we 
we get, I mean, year after year after year after year after year, is pray for my son or daughter who left the church, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're right there on ground zero where a lot of people are making decisions about whether I want to be Catholic or not. Uh, Any advice for parents according to what you've seen or what you see in this age category that say, you know, maybe preparing them for college or um, what they should do to as they're sending their child off to college and other than find those focused missionaries and <laughs> latch on to them. What, what would you say? Yes. I would say, yes, of course, please be praying always for your children, mm-hmm. but especially pray for them to encounter good friends. Yeah. I think that, I mean, our apostolate works through personal friendship. And so I think if you're praying for your students to have good, holy friends, yeah. that will do so much for, for, for your, for your sons and your daughters. And then I would also recommend just continuing to, to have spiritual conversations with with your sons and daughters. I remember Curtis Martin saying that there was a study that um, people who, who stayed in the church and who grew up, what was the trend in all of those families of all those children is that growing up, their families talked to them about the faith. Oh, okay. And that was like yeah. the number one finding that they found is that their families talked about their faith um, with one another. Mm, and so, yeah. yeah, you don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to know everything, but just have conversations with, with your, with your kids yeah. about, about the church and about God. Yeah. All right. Very good. Good advice. And, uh, thank you for coming in. You're very easy to talk to. And, uh, I, I ask everybody to please pray for Jessica and her team. Again, University of Texas at Dallas, Focus Missionaries, focus.org is the website site to find, um, all the information you need to know and you can, you know, donate to them specifically uh, as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so for much great, for Great me. to meet you. And thanks again to Diane Xavier. And uh, thanks again to Leslie Rowe. You know, it's I get these emails and it makes my job easier because they're <laughs> kind of setting up our interviews and I don't have to go you know, running around finding all the interviews that we have for the show. Uh, so if you have suggestions for interviews of anything that's local and Catholic, um, I appreciate the email, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Have a great rest of your weekend and God bless you. Looking for ways to open your home to the Christmas spirit? Join us for the festive Christ Child Gift Market, ensuring there is always room in the inn for pregnant mothers no matter the season or conditions. The market will be completely online at prolifedallas.org slash market with a large selection of beautiful religious and Christmas items for home decor and gift giving, all at great prices. Visit prolifedallas.org slash market from November 17th to Thanksgiving to shop for a great cause. This is John Martinoni of the Bible Christian Society. I'm excited to also be teaching high school apologetics with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. Your student can meet with me and fellow students online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or writing with Aaron Brown, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Beautiful day where I am. I hope you're having a beautiful weekend and that all is well as we, uh, gosh, the, uh, head towards Advent. It's such a beautiful time of the year. The cool, the temperatures are cooling down. And I want to introduce you over the next 20, 25 minutes to someone I have uh, come to know a bit over the years, and she's been very involved in her parish and various apostolates, and now she is teaming up with two of my friends, uh, Jerry Usher and uh, Debbie Giorgiani, 
uh, as a life coach. She's been doing it for a while, but uh, some exciting news about how they're all collaborating together. Her name is Lisa Renee Jones, passionate, dedicated, certified life and relationship coach. Uh, she is founder of Lisa Renee Coaching and current team member with Stand Tall Today a new Catholic life coaching firm. Uh, she's an engaging speaker, retreat leader. Uh, she is wife to her husband, Clay. They have three incredible daughters, and she credits everything that she has experienced in life to her Catholic faith, her love of God, her studies, and success in personal growth and development. And there's more, but uh, you're probably thinking, hey, bring her into the conversation. <laughs> so, uh, Lisa Renee Jones, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. It's such a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, so you got uh, an, an enthusiastic nature, which is probably good when you're talking to people. You got, I guess in, in the line of work that you do, you've got to love people, want to help people, and, uh, and, and help them be successful, right? That's exactly right. That's, that's what we do is, uh, you know, we go on a journey, and um, it's really them walking through the door and bringing forth what is their heart's desire. And that's what we do as life coaches is, is really it's forward, mo- forward momentum, forward progress. Yeah. And I know that's, let, let me, I'm just going to read this quote from the information you sent over. Uh, you asked, do you want to see behind the facade and bring forth your true innermost thoughts and desires? And is there something you feel is holding you back? And uh, and we'll, we'll we'll touch on that here in a little while, but I think a lot of people listening right now are nodding their head and saying, "Yeah, you know, I think I could probably achieve more than I am," and and that's where life coaching get, comes in. So, if you could, um, Lisa, tell us about Stand Tall today as a coaching firm, and also how you came to come to know Jerry and Debbie. Uh, of course, hosts of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, heard every day, uh, uh, here every weekday here on the uh, KTH 910 AM. So tell us about that collaboration, if you would. Sure, I'd love to. So Stand Tall Today started about six months ago with Jerry and Debbie realizing through their show that there are a lot of people in need of support today. And while most of us on the team have been coaching for years now, Debbie and Jerry realized there wasn't anything out there in the coaching world that was specific to our Catholic faith, and they wanted to let our Catholic community know, hey, we're here for you. And not only that, they wanted an avenue for Catholic coaches to support each other as well. So Stand Tall today believes in your own incredible personal growth and discovering what is your greatest potential, because you would agree with me, in today's world, we're all slowed down or held back by things both within and outside of our control. And some of these can be pretty deep. You know, some of them are childhood traumas or abuses. Some of them are broken or failed relationships. Let's talk about financial hardships nowadays and possibly some bad choices that we've made. So many of us have felt the weight of the ball and chain around our leg or have lived life emotionally and psychologically hunched over and feeling defeated. And today's climate is not helping us at all. It's adding a whole different level to many of these issues. And that's where life coaching comes in. And the word tall and stand tall today is an acronym for take another look at life. Each one of us is worthy of living the abundant life that Jesus promises in the Bible. And sometimes that requires us to take that second look at ourselves, who we are, 
whose we are and step into the potential uh, future holds for us. And that's really what I love in supporting individuals as they step into their greatness. Yeah. All right. It sounds like the, you know, the take two program too, because that's the whole thing is taking a second look at uh, a question. And so it really ties into what Debbie and Jerry are doing with the radio program as well. Um, mm-hmm. Lisa, how specifically can one's Catholic faith uh, help in when one feels stuck or one wants to move forward? How is Catholic life coaching different from maybe otherwise good coaching that isn't specifically Catholic? Uh, Sure, Dave. So the beauty of aligning yourself with a Christian coach or a Catholic coach is because, you know, it encompasses all of what we've talked about in that as Christians, we have an intimate relationship with Christ. And it is knowing that his promises are always true. And we have this great book that we can always turn to, to open up and find truth in today's chaos. Um, I like to refer to it as our internal compass, this relationship that we have with the Lord. And a lot of times these things that I spoke about cause that relationship to go kind of, let's say, in the back seat or on the back burner. And we can never forget that relationship that we have with the Lord. And those of us that have that relationship with Christ know when we are doing right and when we're doing wrong. So as a coach, it's really guiding our clients to help them recognize, hey, you really do know what to do, but for some reason you're just not doing it. And let's tap back into the power of our relationship with the Lord. Let's tap it into the Holy Spirit. Let's take a step-by-step approach to get you where you want to go. Yes, uh, Lisa Renee Jones joining me here on the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week, and we're talking about Stand Tall Today, Catholic life coaching firm, uh, teaming up with Debbie and Jerry. I've, in fact, I've heard them talk about not only this, but uh, you in particular on their show one time before. So that's it's nice to for them to be able to promote you on their radio show. You mentioned about the the climate today, and and, you know, 2020 has been a, a, a crazy year for everybody. And I wonder how everything that we've gone through in 2020, particularly with the pandemic, uh, impacts uh, your work with Stand Tall. So I'll just give you a couple of examples of clients that I've worked with recently. Uh, you know, what we're seeing here is clients that have had to furlough their staff and then within a month or two turn around and find out that they've been furloughed too. On the opposite side of that, I have clients where their business is actually growing and they're requiring support and how do I make a plan for this growth because the work environment is changing right now. So that would be examples from a career or corporate standpoint. But really, Dave, you would probably agree with me that one of my greatest areas of concern and what we are getting involved in is assisting our clients in the areas of just daily stress and anxiety, Mm -hmm. how their schedules have changed. You know, we have two very grave situations going on right now. We have a large number of people living in fear. They're living in fear of getting sick. They've witnessed their loved ones get sick. And for some, they've actually lost their loved ones. And then we have a large number of people that are dealing with all the ramifications of what's going on. And on the opposite side, households have turned not only into 
schoolhouses, but offices as well. Um, we're all seven months into working from home. We're seeing marriages and relationships greatly affected by this. We're seeing the children, therefore, also greatly affected by this. So it's been a tough environment for many. And the goal as life coaches is to step in and allow for a shift to a core towards progress and healing. Yes. And yeah, the statistics, I guess, show that, you know, the, all the, the, you know, the suicide, the divorce, of course, health issues, um, uh, pornography, they're all on the increase. And I think it's, uh, and also, I, I'm, I'm curious also um, about just the, the measures that have been taken because of COVID for good or for bad about distancing and don't shake hands and don't hug and, you know, wear a mask. And that's kind of take its toll as well, where, you know, we're, we're social creatures and we're not getting together and we're not having events like we used to. That's kind of make an impact as well on people, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. So personally, I choose to wear the plastic shield because I believe and, And again, the good Lord tells us we are relationship people. We are meant to be together and be here for each other. And one of the biggest things that hit me at the very beginning is we can't see smiles anymore. And so I chose the plastic shield because I believe that people need to see each other's faces. Uh, That's just a, you know, personally how I feel. But I've also been seeing in the environment, you know, what are the ramifications of uh, almost like closing ourselves off to those we love the most and really in our places of worship as well? Yes, yeah, certainly. All right, so let's get into some of the, the details about how you, you work and what you can offer folks as a life coach. Uh, what, what do you offer the clients? Well, so... Uh, Most coaches will ask for, you know, it's a free consultation. They can be anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes, depending on how much time the potential client wants to take. Um, I personally like to spend a longer amount of time with my clients so I get to know them a little bit better and really hear about what's going on with their life. And then the client can determine, uh, you know, maybe it's not that big of an issue. Um, Maybe it's just one call. Um, personally, I work in three months, six months, and one year uh, programs, but other coaches have four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. So it just varies um, on the coach. And is, is this, um, when we talk about life coaching, you know, life involves job, it involves marriages, it involves relationships with people, neighbors. Uh, there's also the spiritual aspect, of course. We're very integrated, kind of complicated uh, people. Is this all uh, all the above that you offer uh, help with? And then also as a secondary question, is this male, female, all ages? Um, you know, uh, who exactly is your, your, who can be a client or is it just pretty much anybody? It really is pretty much anybody. It's it's just for people to walk through the door and investigate what is coaching all about. Um, so you had mentioned all those areas, and yes, there's there's I call them like the big five. You know, we have we have our health, we have our relationships, 
we have our finances, we have our career, we have our spirituality, we can add in there um, personal growth and development. You know, all of those make us who we are as individuals. And I like to refer to it as holistic individuals, which means whole. It makes us whole. So any one of those areas are going to be what I call the doorway. It's going to be how you walk through the door but I'm going to tell you that the rest of those are going to unfold. And sometimes, which happens frequently, what you thought you came to life coaching for might not actually be how we finish. It actually was something else. Yes. Um, I've seen the expression internal compass. What, what does that, how does that uh, apply to life coaching? Well, so I would say for us as Catholics, it's, you know, people might refer to it as your intuition, yeah. but it's really how are you listening to he that is greater in us is greater than anything else in this world. So, And what about uh, the word mindset? Uh, how, how, does, how does that apply? So we each either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. The former mindset basically assumes that human creativity Character and intelligence are static and cannot change, grow, or improve. These people believe that success is generally a measure of our basic intelligence measured against a fixed standard. And these individuals usually aim for success at all costs and will do all they can to avoid failure. On the other hand, there's the growth mindset, which relishes a challenge and views failure as an opportunity for further growth and to extend capabilities. Most human behavior is modeled along these two mindsets. They usually manifest in our minds at a pretty early age and will affect how we relate with both failure and success and the human capacity to seek and acquire happiness. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard priests say that, and I think our experience, most of us, is that we, when we go to confession, we confess the same sin over and over and over again. We each have a, kind of an, an Achilles heel, and I wonder if that also applies to counseling where you know, there, each of us maybe has one, uh, one, one like thing holding us back, and from one person to the next, it may be something different, and it might be, you know, uh, what what have you? It, do you? Do you find that typically, do people may just have a couple of things if they just work that those couple things out, they would really uh, gain some momentum in their life. Well, let me clarify something uh, right off. So I heard you say counseling. So life coaching is not counseling. And so uh, the difference primarily being is that when people go in to seek therapy or counseling, it is generally something that has occurred in the past. And there's really a, a digging deep into what has occurred in the past. However, with coaching, you know, we will talk about the past and there's always something to learn from the past, but with coaching, it's about today and your future. Mm. I call it, you know, what is the life that you want to create? And another way with my clients, you know, we really don't want to hang out in the past because it's, it can weigh you down. There is nothing that we can do about the past. Yeah. We have today and we have the future. And so it doesn't do us any good mentally, physically, or spiritually. 
to hang out in the past. Yeah. We start talking about uh, your connection with Jerry and Debbie. Are you in regular communication yeah. with them? And also, are, are there a lot of, um, you know, Lisa Renee Joneses around the country? What exactly <laughs> is the connection? And are you kind of keeping them up to date on what's going on? And, uh, you yeah, well, know, how, how much communication do you have with them? Yeah, so I like to call that a God moment of how we got affiliated. So obviously being a fan of 910AM, I've heard the show for years. Yeah. And um, I'm on their, excuse me, I'm on their email list. And I got a message about Stand Tall Life Coaching. And I said, oh, this is interesting. And so I reached out to Jerry and Debbie. And Jerry got back to me right away. And he told me a little bit about it and um, asked if I would be interested in, you know, talking about it, interviewing for what they're looking for. And I said, of course. And I got really excited about it. And and that's how I got affiliated with mm. them. And so um, they're, you know, they're, it's a mission to them and a ministry to them. So they're in the process of continuing to find, as you say, you know, more Lisa Renee's out there, well, certainly they're finding um, more Catholic coaches. And yeah. they're also opening it up to um, not only Catholic, but our brothers and sisters in, in, the, in the faith, just Christian coaching as yeah. well, which I think is common. Yeah. So we, as this group of coaches, we do get together once a month to also talk about, you know, Debbie and Jerry's vision. Yeah. Um, Lisa Renee Jones is my guest. Uh, she is a certified life and relationship coach. And uh, she, uh, I'm going to give the website out. And then, Lisa, if you could just tell folks what they'll find at the website. And then maybe just a few of the nuts and bolts of getting started, uh, price, uh, frequency of visits, and that kind of thing. StandTallToday.com is the website. Uh, well, what, what, what should people do and, and what will they find in that site? Sure. So when you first enter the site uh, on the main page, you're going to get a little bit of background about what Stand Tall Today is. But you're, those that are interested in coaching are going to want to click at the top where it says Stand Tall Life Coaching. And then you'll have the opportunity to see um, and read the bios of the coaches that are available for you to work with. And the reason why Jerry and Debbie put everyone out there is because something may click when you read the bio of the coaches. And then once you decide, hey, that looks like a coach that I might want to work with, you just click on that coach and you're going to go to a page where it allows you to sign up for that initial consultation. And then, um, you know, some some people might want to talk to a couple coaches to see where which ones they really resonate with. After that, then together you're going to be able to determine how long would you like to be in an agreement for? And then that's also available on the uh, website. Oh, very good. StandTallToday.com, Lisa Renee Jones. And it must be gratifying and very rewarding to be doing what you're doing because you get to see lives changed. And I know you don't can't reveal any specific information about your clients, but uh, anything come to mind as far as just what, what kind of transformation you've seen in people that you've, uh, you've had as clients? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I've been blessed just in the last week to, to receive so much gratitude about just to hearing some words that they needed to hear, 
the, the term reset is coming to mind for me. And, you know, there's also the bigger issues. There's, there is being uh, set free from a pornography addiction. Uh, there is marriages being saved. Um, you know, there is just, just having that hope and, and not giving up and knowing that there's, there's greater things available for each and every one of us. Yeah. Do you do couples or is it always individual? Oh, no, I, I do couples. Okay. Okay. Very good. That's not, that's not, you know, every coach might not do couples, but I also do couples. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, Lisa, thanks for your time. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you'd like to convey to our listeners before we close out the interview? No, I think that we covered it pretty well, Dave. I thank you again so much for this opportunity, and I, I just really encourage people to go to StandTallToday.com and, and check it out. All right, that's the website, StandTallToday.com. My guest has been Lisa Renee Jones, a Certified Life and Relationship Coach. And uh, I thank everybody for listening. And if nothing else, check out the website and see if it might be a good fit for you and uh, read um, her information and give her uh, an email or a call or however you can get in touch with her and and get started. Change your life. (laughs) Uh, Thanks also to Diane Xavier for running the board, producing the program. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. And if you have suggestions for future interviews of the week, please contact me directly, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM interview of the week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM interview of the week. Pray. The story of Patrick Payton is coming to theaters nationwide today. The film tells the inspiring true story of a poor Irish immigrant who set sail for America in 1928 with dreams of becoming a millionaire. But with the help of the most iconic celebrities of Hollywood, ends up spending his life championing the message, the family that prays together stays together. The miraculous true story of venerable Patrick Payton, his heroic life of perseverance and prayer in theaters nationwide today. For more information, praythefilm.com. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for Rosary Missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Hi, this is Dave Palmer. I'm happy to introduce you to a new sponsor of 910 AM. It is Catholic Life Insurance and their two local representatives, Larry Lenzen from Mary Immaculate Parish and David Walker from St. Monica Parish. Larry and David can speak with you about life insurance options as well as long-term retirement planning and annuities. And they both are committed to supporting the mission of Catholic Radio in North Texas. They can be reached by calling 972-484-3000. That's 972-484-3000. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, davepalmer at grnonline.com. 
Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 